Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm going to be going through my start sits at the wide receiver position. There are going to be timestamps down below in the description. So if you guys just want to jump around to your specific players, totally fine. You can find those down below. If you guys have any fantasy questions today or throughout the week, you can just drop them in these start sit videos, you know, in the comments, and I'll make sure to be responding to every single person as quick as I can to help you guys bring in those fantasy football championships. But let's jump into the first matchup of the week where we have the Eagles taking on Washington. And for the Eagles, I think you can fire up Devonta Smith as a start. The problem is there's just always going to be inconsistency because of the lack of passing volume in this offense. But I do think, you know, he could be a high-end wide receiver three this week. It always seems like either Devonta Smith or Dallas Goddard has the big game. So if you're a Devonta Smith owner, you're obviously hoping it's him this week. For Washington, this is a very, very sad day because it is the day that Terry McLaurin has finally been demoted to a sit. Someone who just seems like could be a top tier NFL and fantasy wide receiver if he had a stud quarterback has just absolutely fallen off recently. And it's just not his fault, which is pretty brutal, but I don't know what to say. You know, if you have Terry McLaurin on your team and you've made the championship, that is pretty impressive because he was someone you were probably relying on to be either your wide receiver one or your wide receiver two. Now let's shift over to the next game where we have the Panthers taking on the Saints. For the Panthers, the only person on this entire offense that I think you can think about plugging into your lineup is DJ Moore. I have him as a start. He, pretty similar to Terry McLaurin, absurdly talented. I think if DJ Moore, you just put him on a team with a good quarterback, I think he could be a legit top five NFL wide receiver. If you just look at the numbers he's put up, with the absolute trash canes he's at at the quarterback position, it is insanely impressive. So he's a start. Robbie Anderson's going to be a sit. And then the Saints wide receiver core just fading everyone here. Marquez Callaway, Traquan Smith. Don't want anything to do with those guys. Bucks Jets are up next. And for the Bucks, there's really only one fantasy-relevant wide receiver here, assuming that Mike Evans is out again with that hamstring. He's also on the COVID list. And it is Antonio Brown, wide receiver one, saw 15 targets on Brady's 30 throws. That is insane. Brady just looks for him all the time. When you look at the rest of those wide receivers, their wide receiver two, the guy who equaled Antonio Brown's snaps, was Cyril Grayson. Cyril Grayson was on the practice squad and had one reception coming into that game. So that just tells you everything you need to know about that Bucks wide receiver room. Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, they're just not getting it done. They'll have Brashad Perriman coming back but I don't trust him either. He really has had that one big play, and that is it. So Antonio Brown is a smash play at the wide receiver position. For the Jets, there's probably only one fantasy-relevant guy, and that would be Braxton Berrios. Really solid slot receiver, really nice return man, punt returner, kick returner. I just don't think you can trust him as a start. I don't really trust this Jets offense, especially with the Bucks cornerback room that is finally fully healthy. So I would definitely be sitting Berrios. We have the Dolphins taking on the Titans up next. Really only one wide receiver here from each team. Jalen Waddell locked in probably, you know, maybe honestly a wide receiver one in PPR formats. You can't start Devonta Parker after that goose egg he just laid on Monday night. For the Titans, A.J. Brown, probably also a locked in wide receiver one, top 12 guy. And then you just can't start Julio Jones. He has done absolutely nothing. So he is a sit. 
in this Jaguars-Patriots game. I'm fading every single wide receiver on each of these teams. Marvin Jones, Tavon Austin, Laquan Treadwell, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne. Don't want any of them in my lineups. I think this is going to be a game where the Jaguars are going to struggle to score. Patriots are going to go up early, and they're just going to feed Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, and Mac Jones really isn't going to have to do much. Then we've got the Raiders taking on the Colts, and I would just want to play the wide receiver one for both of these teams. So for the Raiders, it would be Hunter Renfro. He's definitely slowed down the last few weeks, but someone who I do think just has a very safe floor with his volume and has shown the ability to get into the end zone as well. For the Colts, firing up Michael Pittman, their clear-cut wide receiver one. Then we have a pretty stacked matchup at the wide receiver position with the Chiefs taking on the Bengals. You lock in Tyreek Hill as a high-end wide receiver one. Coming off a down week where you saw some of their other options have some big games, I think those guys are all fantasy irrelevant. You can never trust them on a week-to-week basis. Hill's the only guy I want. For the Bengals, we saw Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd all ball out last week. And I've listed Tyler Boyd as a sit the last two weeks. He has put up very nice performances in both of those games, but I'm going to honestly leave him as a sit. He has kind of been putting up this production where he gets like three receptions, but has one monster touchdown reception. I don't think that's something you can count on on a week-to-week basis. When you have guys like Jamar Chase, Antti Higgins, who honestly are bigger time playmakers than Tyler Boyd. So I think you fire up Chase, Antti Higgins is very confident starts and you sit Tyler Boyd. If you're in a deeper league, I could see you firing up Tyler Boyd as a flex, but I do not think it would be ideal. We go from a really stacked wide receiver matchup to a really rough one with the New York Giants traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. I mean, really the only guy here would be Kadarius Toney. I don't even think Kenny Galladay deserves to be on this graphic, but he's definitely a sit. For the Bears, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, just not really feeling any of these guys. Mooney would be the play if Allen Robinson is out, but still, you know, he's a wide receiver three flex option at the very best. Moving on to the Falcons taking on the Bills, Russell Gage had a down game after a bunch of consecutive solid performances. I still think you can go back to the well there with Russell Gage and start him as like a back end wide receiver two, wide receiver three flex option. Solid in that role. For the Bills, I think the only guy you can trust here is Stephon Diggs as like a high to mid-end wide receiver one. I think Cole Beasley can return. Gabriel Davis is out because he's unvaccinated and had to do the 10-day window. You know, and I think he was positive like two days before the game, so not enough time. We saw Isaiah McKenzie absolutely ball out with both Beasley and Davis out. If Beasley somehow misses, I think you could plug in McKenzie as like a solid flex option. But if Beasley and McKenzie are out there, I think you just sit both of them. Moving on to the Texans, taking on the 49ers. You fire up Brandon Cooks as a really solid wide receiver to play, especially with how well Davis Mills has been playing as of late. Definitely helps Cooks out. For the 49ers, you just plug in Debo Samuel, high-end wide receiver one, and Brandon Ayuk as like a back-end wide receiver to play. Then we have a divisional matchup between the Broncos and the Chargers. For the Broncos, sit this entire wide receiver room per usual. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and Tim Patrick. For the Chargers, they've already announced that Mike Williams is going to be out because he's unvaccinated, has COVID, that whole 10-day window thing again. So Keenan Allen's going to continue to be a start even after, I think, his worst performance of the year against the Texans. Joshua Palmer is an interesting name if Guyton is out. 
We don't know if Guyton is going to be out for week 17. So kind of a wait and see approach. If Guyton does miss, then I do think Palmer is a potential flex option this week. I am very excited about the Rams wide receivers this week going up against that Baltimore Ravens secondary. I kind of see this situation going one of two ways. The first one would be the Ravens just go all out on Cooper Cup, double him, triple team him like they did to Devontae Adams. But the problem with that is that Cooper Cup moves around so much. They'll put him in the backfield, put him in motion, put him in the slot. I just don't think you can put that much pressure on him with how creatively they use him on the field. So I really think this could just be a pass funnel game to guys like Cooper Cup. I think Odell Beckham could have a big game, maybe Van Jefferson, but I do think he's the wide receiver three there. So I would be sitting him, firing up Cup, obviously as like the wide receiver one. Odell Beckham is a solid, probably wide receiver two option for the Ravens. These receivers have really fallen off. Marquise Brown had a crazy hot start to the season, has really just been like a borderline startable PPR option. I do think you start him, but he's more in that back end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver range, which is sad to see with how hot he started. Rashad Bateman just not doing enough in terms of consistency and volume. He's a sit. Moving on to the Lions taking on the Seahawks for the Lions. Amon Ra breakout season continues. Man has just been an absolute beast the last few weeks of the season. Continue to fire him up. He has been a volume monster. And then sit the wide receiver to Josh Reynolds for the Seahawks. I have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett listed as starts. But I mean, if you're in a 10-team league or stacked at the wide receiver position, I would not fault you at all for sitting either of these players. I think they're probably both high-end wide receiver threes which is crazy to say, but that passing attack has just been so atrocious. You just can't trust these guys. You just kind of risk losing out on a massive performance from either one of them. We've got a really nice matchup here between the Cardinals and the Cowboys. For the Cardinals, I think you fire up Christian Kirk, who's been operating as the wide receiver one with D-hop out. I think he's a decent start. After that, I wouldn't trust A.J. Green or Rondell Moore or that other guy, Wesley, that they've been playing as of late. For the Cowboys, I think your guys are C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Cooper finally had a big game, a guy I had on a lot of my rosters, not the ones that are really contending, so a little bit unfortunate there. I do have Gallup listed as a sit. Just too many mouths to feed there in championship week. I just don't think he's a guy you would want in your lineup, especially with probably a lot of stacked teams making that title game. We're moving on to a divisional matchup between the Vikings and the Packers. For the Vikings, Adam Thielen re-aggravated his ankle injury, so I don't know if he's going to be good to go this week. Regardless, you fire up Justin Jefferson as a high-end wide receiver one. Kind of a wait-and-see approach here with Adam Thielen. If Thielen is out, I do think you could slot KJ Osborne in as like a wide receiver three flex option. You'd probably hope you have a better play, but not the worst guy in the world. For the Packers, you fire up Devontae Adams as a start. I would expect MVS to be the wide receiver too, but we saw Al Nazard have a solid game. MVS was out with COVID, so a little too much uncertainty there for me to want to start either of those players in a championship game. In the final game of the week, Browns traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. I think this is a game where Jarvis Landry could have a solid volume performance. Baker has been terrible, but Landry has been fairly consistent the last few weeks. Sitting Donovan Peoples-Jones, Really, Baker can't get him the ball. Not enough volume to go around to all these wide receivers. For the Steelers, continue to fire up Deontay Johnson 
as a really strong wide receiver one play volume machine and then sit and chase Claypool. This offense has also looked horrible. I mean, this could be a really, really gross game between the Browns and the Steelers. So something to look forward to there on Monday night. But that is going to wrap it up for this video. If you enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.